1: Remember, not only to say the right thing in the right place, but far more difficult still to leave unsaid the wrong thing at the tempting moment. Benjamin Franklin. Greetings, 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 my peak performers. How are you doing today? Welcome to episode 112 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. I'm Hennika Watkins Porter. Today's episode is with Suzanne Young. Suzanne is an award-winning publicity strategist. Her online coaching programs teach entrepreneurs how to untangle their words and supercharge their content credibility and community. Suzanne also manages communication nation on Facebook. Her favorite accomplishment, being named one of the top 75 badass women on Twitter at Su Young Media is that handle. I'm excited for us to talk about how to maximize your press pass at conferences and events as an entrepreneur. Welcome Suzanne. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Before we hit the runway, I have a little question for you. Give me your best Jamaican impression. Oh no, man. <laughs> okay, then. That works. Just just add man to the end of whatever sentence and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into it. How to maximize your press pass at conferences and events as an entrepreneur. Now, you are a media practitioner. You've had a great journey. Just give us a little insight into that media journey, into who you are today.
0: Well, it's been interesting because I started my career as a news reporter, a radio news reporter in New Jersey, And um, interviewed everybody from homeless people to presidents and uh, also worked in state government for the first woman governor of New Jersey, Christy Todd Whitman, and uh, worked also as a PR director for a nonprofit. And then 19 years ago, started my company. And just having been on the other side, being in the newsroom trenches gave me really important insights and experience into what is newsworthy, how reporters think, how to get what I call free press and how to get publicity and grow your business And then I started to do that when I started my own company, as I say, 19 years ago, companies called Get In Front Communications. And I've interviewed everybody from homeless people to presidents. And uh, all of this experience comes full circle these days when we talk about um, asking good questions and paying attention and visibility and credibility. Um, So it's been been a really fun, fun journey. And uh, what I always like to think about today is that Everybody, you know, I have my press passes from when I started working, when I worked in radio news for 10 years. But today, every company has a press pass. But the problem is most don't know what to do with it. We have the power, but
1: we're just not using it. And that's what I'm teaching folks to do. Well, talk to us about that right now. Go right ahead and share. How do we use that power to get that press pass?
0: Well, we we have a press pass, uh, and as I say, most people didn't sign up for this job. Uh, you know, they don't. They're like, I don't know. We'll have a press pass. I wouldn't know the first thing what to do with it. But a press pass is really just symbolic of having access to people and being able to talk to people. And I was running around for years with my tape recorder and a microphone, you know, asking people questions. And uh, now everybody can do that, and that's where the press pass program comes in. But most important, I think it's first to just lay the foundation here about. That everybody is a media company. You know, you're blogging, so you're publishing. You're doing videos, so you're, you know, doing the the broadcast television kind of thing. And you're probably like yourself, you know, podcasting or doing audio or Alexa Flash briefings. So you are a media company. You just haven't thought of yourself and framed it that way. And when you start to understand and, and play that up a whole lot more, you can really improve your credibility and your visibility because. You don't need the mass media, the traditional print, radio and television to get attention. You can do this on your own because you have the platform and whoever has the platform
1: has the power. Absolutely. And I mean, I can so relate because even... Having this podcast, I mean, I am listened to in close to a 100 countries. I've had guests like you've interviewed Seth Goding. I've also interviewed him myself. And so I know exactly what you're talking about in terms of having that power in your hands to get to get access pretty much, you know. And with social media today, it is so much easier. Now we're talking about um having access to people because that's what it is, you know, being able to access persons that sometimes others would look on and say, Wow, well, how how did you do that? Now, how did how do you even get backstage to mingle with keynotes and speakers? What's the strategy, the clear cut strategy that you've used over the years? I think it really
0: comes down to um, having the moxie or the the chutzpah, as they say, uh, the <laughs> nerve, the uh, the boldness, and the courage to ask, and that's something that I've always been kind of has been my superpower is that I'm not afraid to ask for help. And so when an opportunity comes up, like for instance, I saw with the Seth Godin interview, and uh, Donald Miller was there too, and uh, Simon Sinek, and a whole you know host of other big name. Influencers, they, they were in my town in San Antonio, Texas last year. Um, and I saw that they had this huge entrepreneur leadership summit. And it's, you know, 20 minutes from my home and from my office. So I contacted the organizers, told them I'm an avid blogger, wanted to try to set up some interviews. And this was a few months before the event. And, you know, wound up building the relationship with them through email. And they asked, you know, who do you want to interview? And I mean, Condoleezza Rice was there. There were some really big names there. And um, I wound up being able to schedule and work around, you know, through the the re- not the red tape, really, but just the the process of what the uh, communicators for the organization uh, who were sponsoring it, what they had to do and then schedule the time and, and, and get back and forth. And, you know, and then it was like, OK, go to the event. I didn't have to pay for my ticket, which the ticket probably would have been, I think it was like maybe eight or nine hundred dollars. I went there and um, connected on site at the venue with the organizer. Uh, We had cell phone numbers exchanged. I had my uh, my little tripod and my cell phone and my camera and everything and my clip on microphone, my lavalier and met up with Seth Godin at the, you know, at the scheduled time behind the scenes after his keynote and talked to him for 10 minutes, did some selfies, got some great insights, did some video. And, uh, you know, that, that's how it worked. And then be able to come back and, and always thinking, what is my audience? What do they want to learn? What do they want to know from Seth Godin? And so I don't have to create content now. I'm sharing what Seth Godin shared at this event that most people weren't at
1: absolutely absolutely and I've done I can recall doing those things exact same things at other conferences here in Jamaica and you know sometimes people look on and they think that's so challenging I could never do that you know that that's just too far-fetched for me but you've said something which is very critical and that is to have the boldness and the courage to reach out because at the end of the day I believe that people are just people and people are naturally nice I believe I always subscribe to that uh, phenomenon that people are naturally and genuinely nice it's just a matter of your approach and if you feel confident enough to um, to reach out. No, you were you born this confident? You know, how did you develop this boldness? Um, tell us about that journey.
0: Well, that's a great question. And and what's interesting is that uh, I wasn't born that way at all. Um, in fact, people will say to me a lot of I work with a lot of women entrepreneurs, and they'll say, how did you get so confident? And my answer is, frankly, I've worked with a lot of men. I've watched them um, and develop that kind of I can do this, Even though they knew darn well that they had no idea how to do it, they didn't say they couldn't do it. They weren't weak. They were um, they were like, I'll learn. I'll figure it out real fast. Um, But it was really just about having that, um, like I say, the courage to to ask for help and say, you know what, I would like to get this interview. How can I make this happen? Because if I don't
1: make it happen, who else will? You know, my my competitors will absolutely and you've got to want it badly enough for it to happen you know exactly and and i you know i'm not i'm i'm a hustler i mean i like to to work
0: hard and i i'm not afraid to ask for help as i said but you know if somebody would have told me 20 years ago that i'd be a public speaker and a trainer and doing keynotes and and this kind of work i would have laughed in their face because i always say you know i'd rather sit home in a closet by myself <laughs> you know, this, this is not me. This is not you know how I started. I would have been like, no, there's no way I could
1: do this. And um, I've pleasantly surprised myself and I'm sure many of your listeners can do the same. Suzanne, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, wow, we are so much kindred spirit because I grew up very shy and introverted, you know, and now I'm interviewing the biggest names in entrepreneurship and, you know, speaking and all of those things. So I can totally relate to you what you're saying (laughs) and you've hit up another important point and is that you learn from men because Women, unfortunately, we have a tendency sometimes to think that you know um we can't be too bold, if we don't know something, you know we're we're not even confident enough to go and learn, so we say no fast, you know. But the men, they learn generally, typically that's what they do. They say yes, and then they go learn after. I I recall even Richard Branson, whom I've had a, the opportunity of interviewing as well, did say the same thing. You know, uh, when they ask you to do something, just say yes first and figure it out later, because there's always a way. As Marie Forleo loves to say, everything is figureoutable. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Now yes. let's turn a little bit more to our attention to conferences. Um, you know, piggybacking with event hashtags and, and, and so on. So you can have those new followers and email subscribers. How do we do that?
0: Well, I think it's it's first of all, it's important that, you know, there is a process and that's what I teach in the How to Get a Press Pass program is, um, you know, and this is just a quick three video online mini class for $11. I mean, it, it's unbelievable. It's just packed with timeless information that I've learned because what you can do is simply um, you think about, all right, if you go to a conference, even if it's just a, a breakfast meeting and you say, all right, um, what are the hashtags that this group has, you know, that the organizers use? and You're going to be at the event anyway. You might as well talk to people. I mean, not just the people who are sitting next to you about, you know, the coffee or the eggs, but you can talk to the speaker and get some takeaways or some gems from them. And then you can use the hashtag to uh, kind of build that buzz beforehand and say, hey, I'm going to be, you know, attending this uh, breakfast tomorrow or this conference or this seminar, Um, you know, looking forward to meeting some of the speakers because the theme is blank. And so you start to build a little bit of that buzz and get some attention online on Twitter and some of the other channels. And then at the event, you, of course, use the hashtag again, but you're providing some of those little sound bites, as we say in radio, those nuggets, those, um, you know, five, six, seven words that that really punch and that that pop that are going to be meaningful and relatable to people who are busy. So they see the hashtag. Now you're at the event and they start to follow you and they see that you're offering them you know good value. And then you can do the same afterwards um, by simply writing a post that says, you know, 10 takeaways from Seth Godin's interview on emotional marketing, 10 quick bullet points because we're all busy. We all skim. We don't have time to to read, you know, big blocks of text. And then people will appreciate that. And then you, you know, use that with your uh, on your blog post. You can do a quick video on it and use the hashtag again. And so it's just a nice summary wrapped up with a pretty little bow with the takeaways
1: and the hashtag. And that's how you can generate some more interest and build your own community. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing you say, Suzanne, is that at every step of the way, you need to be uh, bringing value to to your uh, to your audience.
0: Oh, yeah, there, there's plenty of information. There's no question that there's, there's unlimited information, which is just useless and irrelevant to most of us. And that's why we get frustrated with social media, because we get bombarded with messages and information that we didn't ask for, and that we don't want. And it doesn't relate to anything that we're doing in our lives. And so it's just seen as an interruption. But as content marketers and as entrepreneurs and as business professionals, when you can offer and share valuable content and information that's going to make somebody's life easier and it's going to be convenient and it's going to be meaningful to them, that's when they'll come to, uh, you know, your credibility will skyrocket and you will build a loyal community.
1: Awesome. So talk to us now, particularly to that entrepreneur who is heavily into content marketing or perhaps just want to venture out into, you know, creating content, whether it be a blog or a podcast or whatever. Some ideas, some tips in how they can reach out to those target uh, speakers that they want to interview and, you know, without without hesitation, just be bold and go right at it. So some tips.
0: Sure. And and one of the things that is, you know, if you're a little bit hesitant and think, OK, well, I can't go to these seminars or I can't go to this conference or there's nothing in my location or I can't get out that easily or my schedule doesn't permit no excuses, because frankly, what you can do and what I've done, too, is even if you tap into a free webinar or um, a webcast or something, of a list, look, you can listen to a podcast just like this one and write up 10 takeaways with direct quotes. Remember, I was a news reporter. So we want to do that attribution and credit the person and do the live links back. Say this is the uh, podcast episode 112 with Hanukkah. And this is, you know, Susan Young. And this is what we talked about. And these are how you can develop some quick content and some confidence. And you do 10 takeaways from these quotes. You don't even have to leave your desk or your office. So you have a press pass and you didn't have to go very far. So no excuses. You can absolutely do this
1: my peak performers and what susan is saying is actually what she practices because i must tell you that when i got her pitch i found it to be very different it was very simple very very simple but very different you know and um as a podcast host i wanted to interview her simply because she made some points some very salient points telling me exactly what was in the episode that she listened not just oh i've listened to your podcast i mean she gave me evidence that she took the time even if it was skimmed but took the time to go through a little of the podcast so that she could come back with information so i believe that that's just an excellent example of how it is that we pitch uh you know when we're trying to get that press pass
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, like I say, it's very similar to um, being, you know, a news reporter where you want somebody to say, Hey, you know, pay attention to me. You know, you want to show that I I was listening. I did, I did get what you were saying. And there were specifics. It wasn't just like you, you mentioned, you know, great post, but you mentioned something specific, like you, your um the pitch that we got through together was from Dr. Will Morley about conferences. And so he outlined in his episode about the Ws, about the who, what, where, when, and that. So that's what I mentioned to you to give you proof or evidence that, hey, I did pay attention. I did get this. Your, your work is valuable to me and important. And it, it, it was relatable. And I think, you know, this next step talking about another level of conferences might be a good
1: fit for your audience. Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wants to know that their, what they do is valued and valuable and people want to feel appreciated. And once we hit that, because selling, whatever it is we're selling, it's always about the psychological um, effect and impact that it has, because ultimately we're a human at the core and we want to know that what we're doing makes sense, that people are paying attention to us. You know, and as much as sometimes we say, we don't want the attention, we really want the attention, right? <laughs> it is true. I mean, no, you know, the bottom line is that nobody likes to be ignored. Absolutely not. So I'm going to ask you now, Suzanne, to give us your final thoughts as it relates to maximizing press pass at conferences and events and and just reaching out to that target speaker, that target person that we want to connect with so that we can get more um, uh, content for our audience.
0: All you have to do is follow the process that I've come up with. I mean, it's just that simple Is being, you know, willing and having that confidence to ask for what you want, um, get a little practice before going maybe to a live event, but doing what I described a few minutes ago by, you know, listening to a podcast and grabbing some of those sound bites and some gems from a webinar, um, following that and, you know, understanding the process that you are a media company and you have a press pass. We, we have no more excuses that we don't have access to decision makers because social media has broken down all those walls. There are no excuses so when we say, um, you know, I don't know how to reach somebody, come on, Google, <laughs> Google the conferences in your state or your area or in your niche, or, um, you know, find out what people are talking about. What are the trends in your industry? What are the webinars? And you can absolutely connect with people when you are just a little bit, it's not even being creative. I mean, it's just understanding that we are mingling online online with the CEO of Toyota or the, uh, you know, a high government official in in your country or somebody from a local business or a hospital, we're all mingling in the same platform. So there's no excuses. There's no secretary or what I call a rejectionist instead of a receptionist. Um, (laughs) There's no filter. We're all playing in the same pool. And so, um, you know, we need to really take advantage and maximize that as business owners and get that confidence to be able to engage in those conversations.
1: Absolutely. And I'd like to say that, you know, the playing field has been leveled, you know, and I don't think that we have caught up as much as the technology, like the technology has gone ahead of us, because we're still operating from a traditional mindset, um, in many ways, and we're not leveraging what technology has to offer, Levering the uh, lowering and leveling the playing field, so that we are rubbing shoulders with diplomats we're rubbing shoulders with presidents and 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 all these other people that we want put on a pedestal here we are with on that level playing field so i believe it's we're living in the most amazing of times and we need to leverage that to grow our businesses absolutely true Yes. At this moment, uh, Suzanne, I'm going to ask you, because I know you have some interesting giveaway for our community of peak performers, and I'm going to ask you to share that, what it is. I know you have uh, a free PDF that you want to give away. Tell us what that is, as well as how you might be contacted by any member of our peak performance community.
0: Sure. Appreciate that. Um, well, first of all, the, the PDF is a downloadable guide. It's called 3030, and it's how to create 30 content ideas, 30 topics in just 30 minutes. And I share the formula in this PDF. And, you know, it's something that you can use over and over again. So I would encourage you to uh, download that PDF. It's called, as I say, 3030, and it works for any industry or any niche. And, um, you know, it is tied a little bit loosely to conferences of how you can find out what the, the twists, turns and trends are in your industry and come up with some really snappy headlines, some topics that you can write about and blog about and use, uh, you know, doing your videos and your podcasts. So that's what the 30-30 guide is all about. And then um, the Press Pass course is, as I say, it's, it's just $11 because I really want everybody to have access to it. Um, just have a little bit of skin in the game for three quick videos in this mini class about how you can um, basically get noticed because people are struggling to be visible on social media. And this process is going to get you the interviews with influencers so that you can have an impact, you can grow your community, mingle with the movers and shakers and grow your influence. And they're going to be retweeting and sharing your posts and your information. And you're going to be able to really leverage those hashtags, those conversations, those interviews and people, your competitors are going to say, How the heck did you get an interview with Seth Godin or Michael Gerber or Elizabeth Gilbert? And you're going to smile and you're going to move (laughs) on. Absolutely. It's fun and it's available for
1: everyone. Absolutely. So that's the free press pass video mini class for only $11. I believe, I mean, just hearing you talk, Suzanne, is so much value in that. So I know that there is much more value to be had from that, as well as your free PDF uh, 3030 guide. Um, generating, creating 30 topics in 30 minutes. And you have a Facebook community called Communication Nation, right? Um, I'm going to also share that link to the show notes so that persons can become a part of that. I sure want to be a member of that community. And at Sue Young Media is your Twitter handle. Is there anything else you want to share before I, we, we, we say goodbye? <laughs>
0: No, I just encourage everybody, you know, there's online coaching and and programs like that. If you want to work one-on-one or small groups, just drop me an email at syoung at com and uh,
1: let's connect. This is what social media is all about. Absolutely. Thank you so much. My conversation has been with Suzanne Young. Suzanne, you have been amazing and I thank you for spending time with us today. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode with Suzanne Young, my peak performers. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until next time, visit HennekaWatkesPorter.com to see which of my programs will serve you. As your inspirational leader, I have several resources that you can leverage to level up. You can check out my online courses, my books or events, and I'm also an affiliate for some of the best resources, such as John Lee Dumas' Mastery and Freedom Journals, as well as podcasts as Paradise, plus Host Gator and Blueberry. So I have something for all of you. So visit com and you will find value to help you on your leadership and entrepreneurial journey. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win prepare to win and expect to win what good
0: we needed to raise capital but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act and interest rates were far too high we had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference could we get a fair valuation for our business we had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange.
1: Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange.